what's been going on in your world? <laughs> what's been going on in my world? Um, a lot of watching surfing and uh, not being able to surf, actually. Watching surfing, like actual surfing, like driving out to the to the beach and watching yeah. people surf. Yeah, I've been driving out to the, to the bay and watching people surf, which is kind of hard at the moment, eh? Um, I'm getting to the stage of my injury where it's like a few more weeks and I can surf. So mm. it's like, it's like you know, I'm getting that much closer, so it's getting that much hard to like not go to get out there and surf. Yeah, so it's kind of like going, oh. it's kind of like watching porn and not being able to beat off or something, eh? <laughs> well, yeah, similar. I don't know. I guess. Yeah, oh, you don't know, never done it. So. No, 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 that's fair enough. But yeah, that's frustrating <laughs> for sure, not being able to surf and you know just going out and, and looking at it. Like, but yeah. how's a mind surfing? You must have like you must be flexing that muscle quite a bit. Yeah, I'm pr- I'm kind of ripping them in my mind as always. Yeah, nah, um, it's been good. I mean, the waves have been pumping, so it's. It's been nice to go out there and just sit there and watch it for a bit. My, mentally, I think my mind's pretty strong right now. Um, obviously, it's it's hard, but at the same time, I know it's a really good time to not surf, you know, and let it rest and rehab as much as I can and get it as strong as I can, you know, while we've got this time to, um, I guess, rest and reset and, and wait for the competition. So, if anything, it's it's the perfect time to be injured. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I was thinking that too. Fuck. I'm. I'm actually out at the moment as well. Like I feel your pain. Are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because I went into like level level four lockdown. I went into it and I was, I wasn't that healthy. Then I feel like I kind of got a bit more healthy through the lockdown because I was eating well. Yeah. You know, I haven't been drinking a lot. And then when mm-hmm. I came back out of level four lockdown, and then when like. I kind of got a little bit more freedom and then that meant my diet changed and then boom, next thing you know, fucking gout can't walk. So I've been struggling oh. with gout in my ankle and um, yeah, it's, Shit, it's no not, good, it's not fun. And a lot of people don't even know what gout is either. And a lot of people make fun of me and, and think that I'm, I'm old or eat too much, too many crayfish or anything. And I'm not old and I don't even eat any crayfish, but I still get it because yeah. Yeah, I well, I don't know. I guess it's genetic, but yeah, I've been fucked. I haven't been able to go surfing either, so I'm pretty much in the that same boat sucks. as you. You know, you've got a fucking broken ACL, and you know, I've had too too many ACL. beers. So yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's pretty much the same, eh? It's pretty similar. Pretty similar. Yeah. How did you do yeah. yours? I um tore my MCL, not my ACL. My MCL. Yeah. Um, potato, potato, but do- yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think ACL. If you do ACL, is worse because it's it takes a lot uh, longer to recover and it's and you can't walk and stuff. I think properly with an a, a torn ACL. So the MCL is the inside of the knee. If you don't know, um, and I did it doing a backside air and my back foot slipped off the tail pad, and my f- my front foot took took all the weight and kind of bent my knee and like I le- collapsed over my front knee. And like tore and felt it pop, and it was just not the not the best feeling. Oh, it was horrible. I had to get helped up. I was staying with um Seabass in Newcastle during an event, and then um had to get helped helped up the beach by Kehu and Seabass, and oh, it was scary. I thought I was going to be done for like ages, and I was pretty worried at the time. But um, I managed to actually surf a heap the next day, and almost made it. And then I had another contest in Manly, and somehow like surfed a pretty smart heat and made my heat there and um and then it was a right hand point 
it pretty much turned into a right hand bank and I can't go right on, I couldn't go right on it. I could only go left. Oh yeah, I have anyway. I have that same thing, eh? Like similar thing, can't go right in that. But yeah. But, yeah. Probably different circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I borrowed a brace and, and surfed Manly and uh, managed to make a heat which I was super proud of and uh I got some points and got a bit more money, so um and then everything kinda went into lockdown, so it's if anything, it's the best time ever in surfing history to be injured. Yeah, oh, I know. And, I mean, I hurt my ankle by eating too many pizzas and drinking too many beers, but there are yeah. definitely parallels between the two. But, yeah, you're definitely mm-hmm. in, a, in a situation at the moment where everything's, you know, grind, grinded or ground, however you say that, to a halt, you know, because there's nothing yeah. going on. There's no sport. Like, sport only kicked off yesterday with the fucking, that fighty-fighty, thing that they do the in UFC. the cages and that yeah yeah ufc i don't watch it i fucking hate it i think it's brutal shit but um yeah i mean at least there's sports so people can get back to doing things like sitting on the couch <laughs> on the know, weekends yeah 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 because yeah. people haven't done enough yeah. of that lately or you know and even just gambling <laughs> but i'm i'm looking looking forward to some sports coming back like surfing i think surfing's done for the year i don't think that's coming back realistically yeah, well, I, was, I was thinking about it yesterday. I reckon they could have, like, um, regional comps. Like, say, for instance, if the New Zealand circuit started back up again and we could compete in New Zealand again. That oh, Absolutely, that could work. But I'm thinking internationally, yeah. like, for the World Surf League, mm. they're fucked. They're done. There's there's no way that that's coming back this year. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. I haven't heard anything. They still, I think they still want to have the World Surfing Games and... Yeah, I don't know. They're it's, fucking it's tripping. There, there's no way anything's happening. We can't even go to Australia for I don't know how many months. I don't know how they plan on having sort of you know any sort of international competition. But yeah, yeah, it's a hard one. I, if, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, it's good for you, I guess, because you're fucked. So, and then <laughs> yeah. and because you had the Olympics, and when was that? July. <clears throat> yeah, end of July they had the uh, was meant to be the Olympics, and yeah, I was and meant it's. To go to, but it's yeah. good for you. It's good for you because your knee's fucked. And it's like it wouldn't yeah. give you enough time to, to prepare physically, you know, for the Olympics. So that's postponed yeah. to a win next July. Yeah, next July, pretty much a year, exactly. Um, yeah, I, like when that happened, I was really worried about that uh, mainly because obviously that's a huge opportunity for myself. And um, uh, once it got postponed, yeah, it's, it's good for me. Obviously, I've got more time to prepare and um rehab and um but at the time when i hurt my myself i was preparing to go actually make go to the olympics in july and um you know it would have been a pretty big struggle and obviously i haven't been surfed for like over two months now and um yeah i was it was just a lot of rehab and a lot of mental stuff i would have had to overcome and obviously i probably wouldn't have been 100 percent in end of july but um now that everything's kind of been put on hold it's like I've never been injured before, so it's almost a kick up the backside for me, and I've been training and, and working really hard to get my body in the right shape and, and my mind in the in the right frame. So if anything, the injury was kind of as a good thing for me. I'm taking it as a good thing. Yeah, but I guess, like you said, it's a, the first time that you've been injured. But then this is, mm. like, don't you think this is a bad precedent to, for you to now think that every time you get injured, everything's just going to stop because of you getting injured? <laughs> you know yeah it's the like, whole world know, just goes yeah. into lockdown because well, yeah. I got injured. 
Like a lot of people say, oh, fucking, you know, the world doesn't revolve around you. But like in this <laughs> circumstance, it's almost like the world is revolving around you, which is pretty fucked up. And you've got hair on your head, which is pretty cool. I don't hair. have that. Yeah. I need a haircut, though. Far out. It's getting pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. I need to fucking trim my beard, man. This thing's getting out of hand. It's <laughs> so like I, I had like um, fucking chili oil stuck in it yesterday, unbeknownst to me. And my, and my missus went, what the fuck is that on your face? And I was just like, oh. She went like that. And it was chili just like, oil. Well, chili oil, yeah. Really? I fuck, hadn't even been spicy? eating chili oil. That was the crazy thing about it. <laughs> yeah. No, I had oh. been. It was actually quite delicious. But um, sport. Yeah, sport. Sport, 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 sport has taken a hit. Like, everything has taken a hit. And mm. it's coming back, though, apparently. Well, obviously, yep. we had US- looks like it. You, you, the UFC, the fighting thingy in the cages, they started that up mm-hmm. yesterday. And then it looks like they're going into the NRL, the rugby, um, yep. is, rugby league that's kicking off. Mm-hmm. And then they've talked about more kind of provincial or, or national rugby union coming back. And so I, I guess the big question is when the fuck is the NBA coming back? Cause that's all I really care about. Yeah, I know. I've been missing that. I've, I, I, to be honest, I watched a lot of... Because um, you know how Clay Thompson got injured, obviously, he tore his ACL, I think it was. Um, I've been watching, just to get motivated and kind of stay in the right mind frame, I watched his recovery thing. It's like a it's like a seven-minute YouTube thing on, online, and I watched it, and it was really motivating for me because he, he's pretty much done the same thing. And, um, yeah, just watching the NBA highlights and, like, watching everyone like i don't know at home training and stuff it's just like i really want nba to come back eh? yeah they are they are the the true elite athletes i reckon mm. if, yeah. if i if i mean what would you say the sport with the most superior athletes in it would be well that's a hard question there's there's a lot of superior athletes what, yeah what's classed as a like, superior well, okay athlete? well, well let's, like let's look round. at some yeah, let's look at some different categories, like uh, physically. Yep. Physically, just... Well, just physically. Like, physically, mentally, like, who uh, who has stamina? Stamina, look at stamina. You look at mm-hmm. athleticism, you look at mental toughness, all that sort of shit, you know? Yeah. Like, who, who all yep. round would be the best athlete? But basketball is a team sport, though, also? It is a team sport, yes. Yeah, so you could, you could, there's like a team sport and a, like an individual sport, I reckon. What do you reckon's harder, team sport or individual sport? Uh, I don't know. That I reckon probably an individual sport. An individual sport's harder because it's all on you, all the responsibility. It's all on you, yeah. Success and failure, it all depends on you. You've got no one else reckon, to, to blame. Yeah, you can have you can have coaches and like people trying to help tell you what to do but at in the end of the, at the end of the day it's up to what your decisions and how you react and how i guess you do everything yeah i reckon individual sport would probably be way harder yeah i think that's why i've always been shit at individual sports because i'm always looking for someone else to blame when i don't perform and it's so hard <laughs> to do that when it's just just you you know yeah and yeah. and cuz you can hide away sometimes you can you can you can hide at the the back of the um, the ruck or the mall or, or the, you know, hang outside the three-point line in basketball, whatever it is, you know, you can kind of, you can you can skive off a little bit. But when it's an individual, yeah. it's all on you all the time. So you have to perform. Yeah. 
And yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, and then you look at the best athletes in the world, and obviously Michael Jordan and Kelly Slater are, mm-hmm. you know, arguably the best. Well, Kelly Slater is the best surfer of all time. And then Michael yep. Jordan, I mean, there's that debate whether it's him or LeBron pretty much. But we'll say Michael yeah. Jordan um, are the best best athletes um, in their sports. Mm-hmm. But they're such different sports. One is more high profile and it's a team sport. And then the other one is is uh, surfing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm trying to say is who do you think is the best athlete between Michael Jordan and Kelly Slater? Well, far out. You're really putting it on me today, Luke. No, well, I'm just, well, I'm, I'm, look, just... I'm just excited because I've been watching this fucking <laughs> no, Bulls yeah, documentary too, the last too. three weeks, and it has, it has just, it's fuck it, it just brings it back up again because this has been a debate that's been debated for the last like twenty years. You know, mm-hmm. after after Kelly Slater won his first six world titles, and it was just like, whoa, you know, is he as good as Michael Jordan? It's like it's different fucking sports. You can't compare them, but yeah. you can compare them because they're both bald and they're both at the top of their games, or at least were at the top of their games. So I figure it's a good yeah. comparison, but it's it's also it extremely hard to do because one's a team sport and one's an individual sport. But mm-hmm. I mean, who do you think would be the best overall athlete competitor out of those two? I think. Um Michael Jordan is a is a is a beast. I reckon he's so competitive, and um, you can tell he wants his his fellow teammates to to be as competitive with him, you know, and help him his team do the best they can possibly do. And um, obviously, surfing such an individual sport, like we were saying before, and as a as a surfer, it's you know you kind of it's all up to you. So all the pressure's on you, and you got to perform by yourself. So I reckon. Um, Kelly Slater is the goat, like of surfing, obviously, and he's the man, and everyone looks up to him, and I, he's, you know, he's one of everyone's favorite surfers. But um, I, I like Michael Jordan and his mental frame, and um, how how much of just a beast he was, you know, like watching those documentaries is so amazing, and as a athlete, I guess it's really inspirational to watch that kind of stuff and kind of learn off those guys, and um, so yeah, I reckon Michael Jordan is is the man. <laughs> Yeah, he is a man. I I think he's the best, the best of all time. The boat, um, as I like to call it, the best of all time, not the greatest of all time, um, mm. because I don't know. I feel I feel like it can kind of change every now and then. But boat, he's the boat yeah. for sure. And yeah, watching those the documentaries, it kind of gives you a bit more of an insight into mm. what went on and what goes on behind the scenes with him and how he interacts with his teammates and. You know, because he is fucking, he is pretty gnarly. And, like, I'd always yeah, heard gnarly. stories about Michael Jordan, like, you know, not fighting his teammates, but, you know, like, calling them out and challenging them. And Because he wants the best out of them, because if he doesn't get the best out of them, then he doesn't win. And if he doesn't win, he yeah. doesn't look good. And, you know, you can see that he has that fire to, to be mm-hmm. the best. And I was just thinking about this before, and I reckon if you had Michael Jordan and he played one-on-one say like if the the best was um you you had to play a one-on-one tournament make it make it an individual sport yeah it would have it would have won like for fucking 20 he years would, or something he would win he just seeing him on the court is crazy all those highlights they keep putting on the um documentary is just unbelievable how he finishes the, i don't know how he gets half those shots so he's crazy yeah he's, he's just well they called him magic mike i think 
Magic Mike. Oh no, that was that movie with Channing Tatum. <laughs> was it? Yeah, maybe they didn't call him Magic Mike. I just had that in my head, and it wasn't because I wanted to watch that film. I've never it, seen. It. I, I never thought it watch was... it. Magic I Mike. It was Magic Johnson. Magic oh no, Johnson. that was Magic. Fucking see Magic Johnson, and I thought I knew NBA basketball. Where I call him Magic Mike, and that's just a fucking Channing Tatum character of some <laughs> shit movie that girls like to watch because they're male strippers. Oh god! All right, fuck. I think I need some more coffee actually. But um, mm. well, what else was I gonna say? Um, I was gonna say you've you've actually you've competed against Kelly Slater, which he's the boat of surfing, arguably. Mm-hmm. You know the the boat of all time sporting. Um, yeah. Was there anything that you you picked up when when you were competing against him when you fucking smoked him that time? Like, did, was there anything noticeable that you thought that he does differently um, than anyone else you've competed against? Um, for me, I it was I was pretty young, um, and obviously I was just some short little hobbit looking kiwi. Um, that, well, that hasn't changed, who, but yes, yep. Yeah, yeah. Who hadn't really had too much experience before on like the qualifying series or anything really, and um, so I had nothing to lose. You know, I, I that heat was probably the most not nervous I've ever been. You know, like I was going up the against the the boat, as you say, the best of all time, and um, I was, <clears throat> you know, if any if I was going to beat him, I was going to beat him. But if I was lo- going to lose, it was just like, oh yeah, Kelly Slater wins another heat, you know. So it was nothing. So for me, it was just like, um, I was taking it all in as an as a huge experience. The waves were really pretty big. Like it was like six to eight foot Margaret River, which is pretty scary for me. I think I was twenty one at the time, and um, yeah, it was it was it was such a crazy feeling. Like he had so many, so much of the crowd around him when he was running out, and like everyone was like, "Yeah, go Kelly!" And then the, you can see the the footage of that one heat. There's and then I run out, and there's just like no one around. It's pretty funny, and then um, yeah, there's this footage of us um surfing, and it's just and then I won the heat, and it's just, I don't know. It's just like he didn't really try and do any mind mind games with me or anything, which I heard he has done before, but um. Yeah, it was a it was a massive experience for me, and I ended up smoking him, and um, I think that was a, a a huge key factor in my um, like, you know, my earlier in my career, and it kind of helped fold my surfing, I guess, to what it is now. Well, I, I guess if you come up against the boat and you beat him, that's got to be a massive confidence boost. Yeah, huge, huge confidence boost, like. Um, like I said, I had nothing to lose, so I, I, I guess I was doing my best surfing, you know, I wasn't nervous, I wasn't scared, and um, I had Tommy Whitaker at the time in my corner, and he was kind of, you know, he was just um, trying to amp me up and saying, hey, look, t- you know, just enjoy this, enjoy this moment, this might never happen again, and um, at that time, which was freaking ages ago, yeah, it was just, it was just crazy, Mick and Kelly and all those guys were doing the QSs, so it was pretty amazing to compete with them, and previously in the same event I had him in my first heat and it was a four-man heat and um he got me and I got second so we progressed through another round and then we ended up in the same heat again so it was pretty cool and I really wanted to get him back and um and I did so uh and it was cool because he he had the chance to get the score at the end which he didn't and I'm stoked like you know the judges didn't because sometimes they can overscore the better surfer or the more hype surfer and um, 
yes, I was stoked to make that heat and it was a huge confidence booster. It kind of, yeah, molded my career and helped me out, you know, with sponsors and things like that and it gave me a bit of an image at the time, so it was really good for me. <laughs> mm. uh, how much of that do you see when you're competing, like, internationally? How much, like, of the favouritism do you see? Like Kelly um, Slater, he you can clearly see it. Sometimes he gets the Kelly card, and same with all those big names. They can, you know, they can mm. get through heats with doing the the minimum. But then it works the other way as well, where they could, you know, because the judges expect more from them. Do you do you notice that yeah. a lot when you're competing against guys that have a higher profile? Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely the guys at the top. I guess it's it's a lot easier for them to make heats. Um. As for people kind of, you know, coming up the ranks, it's really hard, you know, you, they have to stand out um, to beat the best, you know, which is, which is good because you push your better surfing, you know, your better surfing comes out in a way and you obviously, I always say you want to beat the best to be the best. So um, if I come up, like for instance, I came up against Mick in Manly one time and uh, managed to beat him as well. So, um, you know, all these huge guys I have these experiences with, but for me, it, it's a learning curve, and and I I choose it as a as a as a growing heat, I guess. And um, if you don't win, then you come out of it and you learn what what you know what you could have done and what you could have done to beat him. But if you do win, you you also learn and and you kind of take it in your stride. And um, yeah, I cherish those moments. You know, I I, I can't wait to get back into the, I don't know, competing again. Um, you know, put my best foot forward and come out of injury stronger and better than ever and hopefully go into the olympics um with a huge goal of meddling there and um yeah you know it's it's all it's all fun and games and i'm enjoying it oh that's good mate that's good and um <laughs> like you're fucking stinging to compete at anything though eh? yeah I'm like right now i can just bro, see you know i can me. I can just see that fire burning in those <laughs> beady little eyes of yours that you just want to <laughs> fucking beat someone at something and um yeah. and that's for me like um you know growing up with you and and surfing against you um but then also playing basketball against you that's one thing that i feel like i've always had an advantage over you and and i fucking <laughs> love it because you yeah. beat me in surfing comps like you know unfortunately the judges will give you your you know high profile <laughs> little you know pass you know so you beat me in some some events but then when we get on the basketball court like Cause I'm six foot two, and I can fucking you know I got some mad hops, and then you're like five <laughs> foot two and fucking can't jump over a credit card. Five foot so, two, come on, bro. Five or whatever seven, it is, but like that's where like for me that's where I, I can finally get one over you, you know. Yeah. And and just to see, just to see you just fucking defeated it, it makes me happy. <laughs> But it's not Does in it? a in a bad way. It's in a good way because I know how much you want it and how competitive you are. Yeah. So when I beat you, it makes it that much sweeter. Yeah, it's funny. Like even playing backgammon with my wife, Leanna, I'm, I always just want to like. I'm trying to teach her. She doesn't really know how to play, but I always still want to win. Or just like take my little brother down to the basketball court. He, we we play one on one, and I, <laughs> he put the he put the ball through my legs the other day. And oh, nut he, me. Uh, he was, yeah, he nutmeg me, and he was, he was, he was rubbing it in, and I was like, "All right, that's your only point you're gonna get from it." <laughs> I fully just went like eleven one on him, just Did you know, because I'm so yeah, because I'm so cocky, bro, so but... competitive, so competitive, but I always want to win. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. 
I am the same way in some regards, but I think for me it's probably just more of a psychological victory that I'm looking for. Whereas, you know, you you're just like that fucking that sport, you know, like I gotta I gotta I gotta beat them, I gotta dominate them at this activity. But me, mm. I'm I'm you know, I'm trying to <laughs> You know, I'm trying to get in there mentally, and yeah, I fucking did yeah. that to you once as well. I did that. You did I got, actually, I, yeah. yeah, I got you mentally. I rattled you yeah. psychologically. Yeah, you did. And then I won mm-hmm. the event. And I, yeah. Did I surf the best that event? Fuck no, I didn't. But I did it with cunning and guile, and just all these other words that mean like mental stuff. But I fucking you I did just it. wouldn't. You just would not leave me alone that whole weekend. But hey, it worked. It did work. It did work. And then what yeah. happened the next weekend? I got really angry and stayed right away from you and beat you in the Rip Curl comp. Yes, that's right. But you learned something yeah. then, didn't so you? I, I learned, taught you a lesson. I did. I taught yes, you a I lesson. Learned. I, learned from, I learned from my mistakes, didn't I? Yes. And and that's one thing that I, I wanted to, to give to you as a gift. You know, me being a, a good friend of yours, I wanted to give you yeah. something. And that's what I gave you. That's what I taught you. And that's, do you remember when you were over in Huntington and... and and I was just like, okay, well, what you got to do is fucking intimidate all those cunts. Like, tell them that yeah. you've, you know, you've just been on a big pig hunting excursion. You like slit the throats of some pigs, <laughs> or just say real weird shit, stare at them all awkward and stuff, and just get in their heads. Like, just fuck with them. Yeah. But I bet you didn't do that, did you? Because it was kind of mm. stupid in hindsight. Yeah. But. Yeah, I wouldn't really just go up to people and tell people I've been pig hunting and stuff. Oh well, pig well maybe hunting, if they asked. Yeah. Well, no, no, just tell stories. Just go up to them and just slip it in there. Just find a segue into telling them you, that you just, like, stabbed a pig in the head or something like that. Because it's like, what we do. Oh, hey, well, like, hey, bro, how you been? Um, yeah, no, I've been good, eh? Just been pig hunting hard out, stabbing pigs. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Something like that. So, say, if you're... Because do you ever talk to, like, your fellow competitors before you go for a heat? you say, oh, good luck or whatever? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. 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 Or say if someone went up to you and, and they said, hey, good luck, Billy, and you say, like, um, yeah, yeah, good luck to you because you're going to need it because I've just been out pig hunting and I killed a pig, you know. It doesn't really work, actually, when you say it like that. <laughs> but my whole thing was, I, you know, just intimidate them somehow. Like with some yeah. little anecdote yeah. or, or just some crazy eyes at them. Um, just to like, I think, well, going back to the Kelly thing, I think a lot of athletes have spoken about kelly talking to them and like kind of getting in their heads a little bit and yeah i'm um, kind of putting them off guard you know off their routine or something little like that and it, it can you know bother people and then it's in the back of their mind and they think about it they're not really concentrating on the task at hand so um it works like like you said you, you did it to me or you know you did it probably not knowing you did it but you definitely did it to me that weekend and it worked i knew um, what i was doing and obvious yeah and i obviously learned from it so you know, you know, little mind tricks and and little things work, and I guess if you want to win, you kind of got to do anything you can to win. So you got to attack it from all angles. Yeah, exactly. Um. No, well, sorry, what's mate. what what's I mean, what's happening in in Raglan now? Is there is there anything well, happening? It's actually a lot, man. The the it's been busy. It was busy. It was so busy over the weekend. Like I went to surf. And it was crowded. Town's crowded. It's there's like more people than I've ever seen walking and biking and all sorts. Um, but yeah, I guess it's, it's people are thinking it's gone back to normal already. It's kind of yeah. weird. Yeah, that's a feeling I was getting. I went for a surf 
was it two weeks ago i think and i just i didn't see anyone i knew out there and mm. i kind of thought you know it, it's a good time because we're not supposed to be traveling regionally to go surfing or do any kind of activities or anything like that um so we're all supposed to stay local um which is all good because like when you're in Ragnar and you're staying local it's a pretty fucking good place to be mm-hmm. and uh and I just thought this is a good opportunity to figure out who are the actual, the real Raglan locals. And mm. uh, it was it was an eye opener for me because like most of these people I'd never seen before in my life. And I was just like, yeah. oh, that's so cool. I, I'm seeing these these people that um, live in Raglan for the first time, you know. And all it took was for a an international pandemic for these people to come out of the woodworks and and start surfing again and. Um, so that, that I thought that was really quite quite an interesting thing to to see, you know, how many yeah. people live in Raglan and surf that I'd never seen before in my life. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, eh? Yeah, like, yeah. When we came into level three, it was pretty cr- and like the surf was pretty good over the weekend. You know, it was nice and clean, and the sun was out. So, um, yeah, it was pretty packed out there. Yeah, no, it's been hectic, and I guess people have got more time on their hands, you know, because they might be, you know, unemployed or, or whatever it is because, you know, the whole economy's turned to shit. But yeah. that's why I kind of saw it as a bad, a very bad idea when we were in full lockdown and surfing was made illegal. Um, I saw that as an extremely bad idea to, you know, to take the shackles off surfing and let everyone go surfing because people did have time. They had a, a lot of time on their hands to go surfing. And you can't just say, oh, well, uh, it's it's locals only. Only locals can go surfing. People aren't going to fucking abide by those rules. They're going to go surfing regardless. So you can just imagine how many people would be out there. There'd be way more than usual. Yeah, hard. Yeah. Mm, it'd be good. Level two would be all right. And then I guess everyone can start traveling again and maybe not come to Raglan all the time <laughs> get get the economy going no we need it we need people coming to Raglan we need people nah, yeah we do traveling outside of their their bubbles um hate yeah. that word but i'm going to use it people traveling outside their bubbles and just traveling around the country because that's what we're going to yeah. re- rely on is domestic tourism until our borders open up again which shit that's going to be a while it's going to be a yeah, while yeah i'm i'm definitely looking forward to getting on the road in my new wagon and you know, exploring oh, like Skoda, a little bit Skoda. more. Yeah, Skoda, uh, trap Skoda. Thanks for the new wheels. Um, but yeah, I just want to get out and about around New Zealand. You know, we've never had this time before to explore. I guess our beautiful country, which I always say is like the best country in the world. So it'd be mean to get on the road and maybe mean you can go get some surf and film some fun stuff and you know, maybe go snow. I don't know, do heaps of fun stuff and you know, check New Zealand out a little bit more. Yeah, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for the borders to open up so we can go to Melbourne and surf that wave pool. Oh yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, that's the only thing that I want to do. I just want to do that because it's controlled. It's a controlled environment, and then it's not even really a lot of travelling because it's pretty much just fly to Melbourne airport and then the waves right there, and then we're only there Mm. for like a day or two, and then Mm. surf our fucking brains out and then come back. That would be fun, eh? Yeah. So that that's what I want to make happen. But, you know, I guess in the meantime, there's other places to go once we were, uh, were able to travel. You know, from Raglan, mm-hmm. we can go to the East Coast, you know, or, or Auckland. 
you know it's um just exciting just so many <laughs> exciting places to go east coast would be fun i really want to go back down south i do want to go down south, south actually i've never been to i've never been to qt so i've got that on the cards nah what that's mean we too many tourists too before. many tourists there but now there's no tourists left so i'm gonna get down True. there become a tourist myself True. yeah it's beautiful down there the mm. south island's amazing i reckon there's heaps of good waves and definitely cold but there's a stand st- there's a stand um standing wave there in, in wanaka oh i've seen that it's fucking shit <laughs> oh you went and had a look eh? but you didn't surf it yeah i didn't have a board or a wedding that's a good excuse i'd make sure that i didn't have a board or a wedding because i don't <laughs> want to get in that fucking sub-zero bloody freezing cold water thank you very much yeah. i almost found a little right too in a lake it looks sick in a lake yeah, like the wind just comes through this like long lake and it like makes waves, and it was like probably like almost head high on me, probably like knee high on you. Yeah, that sounds but, like you know proper ratio. Yeah, I actually saw this. Ass. I saw this photo. I don't know if you follow what's it called, uh, influencers in the wild. I think it's called. <laughs> I have seen that. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. But they posted this photo and these two chicks in bikinis at a lake holding boards and they're like trying to call them out like, oh, there's some girls at a lake posing with surfboards. And it's just like, well, I don't know. You can surf in lakes, I guess. It was flat. It was dead yeah. flat and it was like sunny and there was no waves at all. But, you know, I, kind of I at first, that. at first until we actually talked about this, at first I was just like, oh, that's fucking so stupid. They're just doing that for Instagram. Didn't even think... That maybe they were that core, that core surf surfies or surfers, that they were just waiting for the big swell to hit, and they were that dedicated yeah. to surfing that they were just waiting around, and they would fucking didn't give a shit if they didn't have wetsuits. They had bikinis on, but that didn't matter. They were gonna wait for the swell to hit in that lake and then get out there. They weren't poses at all. Yeah, I reckon there's waves in lakes. Depends how big it is, but yeah. You know, there's waves in Lake Taupo as well. Is there? Yep. Should, I mean, not often. We should do a lake tour. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll get some foamies, I reckon, and go just just, <laughs> just go do the lakes. Just do lake surfing. Be, be like so... that fucking, that Ben Gravy guy. Have you seen him? He does, he does like, all lake surfing and um, yeah. just surfs any bit of water, really, I think. Big boat, boat wakes. Yeah, boat wakes, you name it. Fuck, if it moves, if it's water, if it's a moving piece of water, on it. On it. We should go lake surfing and... Also, coast surfing when we can. Yeah, coast surfing definitely sounds better. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like once, once surf, my, eh? what's that? I'm pretty keen to get in the surf. Oh yeah, same. Oh, well. I just got to get this injury. Just got to get this injury under control. Um, yeah. Which means no crayfish, I guess, and beer. Fuck, that's the hardest thing though about having gout. Yeah. Can't drink beer. No so beer. See that would be easy. Yeah. Like that'd probably be easier for you, eh? If you if you had an injury and all you had to do to get better was just to not drink beer. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be easy as I'd have, I'd overcome it in two days. Yeah, fuck you don't drink. One day, day maybe. That's what I feel. <laughs> I I feel like sometimes it would probably be easier for me if I tore my ACL than to have gout. Yeah, because then you could drink more and just cruise. Yeah, I'm not an alcoholic. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying, but. It's fucking yeah. hard, man. Like for a week not to have a beer when you really want a beer because you got a sore foot. Mm. 
But no you bueno. see, you can still drink. Fucking broken knee, broken limbs. Fuck it. Mm. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Pardon me. Mate, all right. Well, um, anything else to add? Uh, no. I'm all good on my side. All right. Well, what have you been you? listening to lately? Gangster music? What have I been listening to? Yeah, listening listen to, to, yeah. A little bit of everything, eh? Um, house, gangster, um, some nice singing, some nice singers, I guess. I nice singing music, yep. J- yeah, nice singing music, you know, nice in the ears. Uh, yep. Yeah, been playing a little bit of NBA. Um, yeah. Bit of All this, good bit of that. in the hood. Uh, yeah? What about you? Uh, I've been... What have I been doing? I've been listening to Sade, that, just that one Sade song. Oh, Who can say where the road goes? Only days go, only time. You know that song? Fucking, it, it's That's a banger. That's a pretty good singer. Yeah, I know. I've just been having that yeah. song on repeat pretty much. Uh, sweet. Mm. Have you been practicing in lockdown? You're singing. Singing? No, no, yeah. it's always been there. I've always had that. <laughs> okay. Always had that talent. It's, nice. it's not something that you just practice. It's just something you either have or you don't have. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Like you have a nice head of hair and I don't have any. You know, it's just something yeah. that you have or you don't have. Okay. Yeah. You can't practice yeah. it. I can't practice growing follicles. No. Definitely not. Oh, you can buy a product, can't you? What's that? You can buy a product though, can't you? Oh, you can buy it, but that's that's giving up. Oh, okay. You gotta you gotta own what you have. I don't always yeah. own it because I wear hats, but because I haven't like shaved my head lately and it just looks all fucked up, like fry tucky. So that's why I wear hats quite often. If I haven't right. like you know shaved my head recently, right. But if you if you get nice, that product, mate. if you get those pills or whatever, man, you're you're giving up because that's not you. It's like I look at it; it's the same as getting plastic surgery. Like I'm not going to get Botox, lip fillers. I'm not going to get fucking cheek implants or a nose job. Because that's that's not me. That's not me. And if I was to get like some kind of hair plug extension or use pills or medication to try and grow my hair, it's 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 just as bad because like that's your identity. If you're a fucking bald person, you're a bald person and that's who you are. But if you're a bald person and then you get like hair plugs and just all that other shit, like what the fuck are you? You know? You're a you're an imposter. Yeah. But you did have hair before, right? I did have hair before. But yeah. for me, my genetics have said that, no, 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 we're getting that out of here. That's gone. You know, no okay. more hair for you, buddy. And then I'm like, okay, yeah. I can accept that. I'll take that. But then some people, they don't want to accept it. Because, you know, Ham Bun, like Ham Bun, what he used to do was he oh, would shave. Yeah, Du Bois. He would shave the sides of his head and then try and get the stuff on the top to grow. And then he'd just keep doing that in hopes that the stuff on the top would eventually even out with the, with the hair on the sides. Because when you have male oh, yeah. pattern baldness, it's all like you, you have hair around the side and then you just don't have it on the top there. So he yeah. was trying to grow as much of this on the top. Like you still have a little bit. And it, it looked fucking ri- ridiculous. And he, he told me what he was doing. Because he's someone who he's really struggled to accept baldness. But I think he's finally starting to you know come to grips with it now. Yeah, he's the boy, yo. He's the boy, he's a ball boy. 
He's a bull boy. He's a bull boy. But hey, look, that's something that you'll probably never have to worry about. I don't know. Maybe one day. How's it? My granddad. How's the recede? You don't have much of a recede, though, eh? It's pretty Bro, good. That's a strong hairline. That's powerful. <laughs> you could start I'm wars with that kind of hairline. Uh, do you want to borrow some? Make a wig. I told I've you, bro, I'm not, I'm not fucking ages. big and defeatist. Oh, yeah, true. Sorry. I'm, I'm proud of it. I, apart from I always wear hats, but... <laughs> I'm proud I'm, of I'm it, not but I always hide it. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I've got to keep my head warm somehow. I don't have that natural yeah. insulation. Yeah. I've got to keep this fucking this thing in here like firing on all cylinders. It's not yeah, going to happen true. if it's cold. Yeah. But 4G... I mean, what is it? 5G. Oh, 5G. Yeah, 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 5G. Yeah, yeah true. More That's exposed. thing. More exposed being bald aid to 5G. What? You get... What? It, <laughs> is it more harmful to you if you have hair? If you don't have hair? No, you, no, you're more exposed. People. More exposed to 5G. Yeah, yeah. I'm not actually worried about 5G. Because at the end of the day, it's um, all it really does is it makes your telephone load photos faster. So, I'm not that worried about it. Uh, some people think it's like a microwave is going to cook your brain. And, I mean, I have a, a bit of faith in people that create technologies that they're not going to, you know, to create uh, something that's going to fry our brains or give us um, a virus or something like that. Because, you know, that's some of, the, some of the yarns that are going around at the moment. People think that it yeah, gives yeah, you yeah. coronavirus. And it just happened to be during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 5G comes out. Yeah. And that's what uh, that's one of the things that is kind of like really brought out in people when you have this pandemic. Is there's so many people that have a lot of free time. And when they have a lot of free time, then they just go onto the telephones, they go onto the internet, they go to places like YouTube, and then they get, you know, they, they get stuck down these holes, these rabbit holes of YouTube information, false information, and and then that's them. That's them done. They've fucking cooked themselves with all this bullshit that they see on YouTube. Mm. And it doesn't help that most of them smoke a lot of meth too, so they're doing a lot more of it. <laughs> yeah. I can't confirm or deny that, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure they're smoking meth. 